What in the world is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode fucking 10 of the Two Out of Minutes podcast. We have been setting this up for an hour and a half. Nick's mic, buddy. What's up, everyone? We're all on. What's going on? What the fuck is happening? Can you hear me? I don't want to be here. (laughs) He has a different setup every week, dude. This is a fan favorite returning setup. (laughs) <laughs> what, what are you using a tin can a piece of string <laughs> yeah this is the fan favorite he's out floating in space we meant it to bring that graphic back uh dude <laughs> it's just nuts um yeah we're back after the international break it was a pretty i don't know people people have mixed opinions on it but we're definitely anti-international break especially right now in covid um it was just pretty it was just a bullshit idea to be honest and it wasn't yeah. entertaining either like nothing really happened Fuck the Nations League. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Bold. Yeah, dude. The, what, what was it today? Um, Harry Maguire, red card in like the 34th minute, and they lost 1-0 to Denmark. Denmark. And yeah. uh, and I was reading posts on Twitter about how like like we have to give Harry Maguire a break. Like there's a, there's a man behind this. <laughs> it, really, it really gave me pause. <laughs> I really had to stop I and mean, think about it. It is true, but also. Yeah. He's shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he is not the only reason they lost that game. He's just shit. But um yeah, the other funny thing was they brought on Jordan Henderson in like the seventy something minute and Jack Grealish sat the entire game on the bench. That is just mm-hmm. absurd. I mean Unreal. it's fine. I'd rather he sit like he can play at actual games. The yeah. outrage for me is they had a sub on a center back for uh to replace Maguire and they subbed off Ainsley Maitland Niles. My my sweet baby boy, I, was, <laughs> I think second game for England or something. So they actually have a, good, a lot of talent in the squad, but whatever. I don't know. It's England. They're gonna just bottle everything. Um, yeah, I guess we'll just jump right into game week previews because we've got a lot of games coming up. Um, a lot of good matchups this weekend, and the very first one is a hot one: Everton Liverpool. What do you boys think of this one? It- I'm excited. It could be spicy. Like, Liverpool's coming off that loss, and, I mean, I don't know. They got something to prove. This is my, uh, well, I don't think it'll be a snooze fest, but I I know, like, historically these games are always, like, 0-0 or 1-1 because they're just so, like, tightly contested. Although, without fans in the stadium, I think it could end up getting out of control, so maybe it'll just be a goal fest, actually, which might actually make me eat my words but we'll see yeah um, i thought about this for like a snoozer but i think everton I, I think everton win this game to be honest their form is unreal um and Everton and liverpool of course coming off the loss I, I think everton kind of keep that up and and maybe even roll them nah yeah we'll, we'll have the to chance? see i think liverpool will be playing for a reaction after the villa thrashing they took i guess um, but yeah they gotta do something I think it'll still be tight, but it might just be like tight for a scoreline, but still like highly contested. No, nah, dude, Thiago's back. Yeah, so I guess part of part of my job is saying who has COVID. He's so. on COVID duty. <laughs> <laughs> so Thiago had COVID a while, so I would think he should be back. Mane too is two weeks should definitely be up. I just don't know how much like how ready he'll be. Um, and then I think Kate will possibly still be out um, with COVID. So he's, yeah. I mean, if Tiago's back, then that's not a huge concern, especially since Henderson's fit again. So they should be all right in the midfield. Um, but we saw if Mane doesn't make it back, that's a big miss. Yeah. And I was going to say Jota has been putting up some good ghost points or did in his absence last week or two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, so he continues Scored to be a good like- option if Mane doesn't come back. I think he was directly in all three goals for Portugal today, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he he, yeah. he seems like a good option, and they might find a way to keep him even if Mane's uh, in the lineup. Um, my other note on Liverpool is that Jordan Henderson is still 71% owned in fan tracks, so just get rid of him. I mean, he's not producing <laughs> points. Like He's not worth having. Even if you drop him for like Fabinho, that's an upgrade. So I, I don't yeah, think I was rocking Fabinho like for a while. Yeah, you were on the Fabinho train. I mean, I, I don't exactly line up against Fabinho in a game week, and I'm not very scared of him, but I'm definitely not scared of Jordan Henderson at all. Yeah. 
yeah, I think his his ownership percentage is too high. And then on the Everton side, I was actually surprised. Decore is second in points per game um, on on Everton, um, so he's a good. He's been good and solid. Really? Yeah, at least in our scoring, which is probably quite different than many. But Wait, what? E- no even, way. What about Calvert Lewin? Oh, I don't know, dude. Let me see. You must be mids, maybe. Because, uh, yeah, because obviously Hamas up there. Wow. Sorry, yeah, dude. Yeah, I fucking wrote it. I wrote a seven, and I thought it was a two. Short circuit. <laughs> hey, boys, we all have fucking problems, all right? What? He's he's probably decent uh, to have anyway, so. Yeah, okay. Um, I have to think about that again. He's seventh in points per game, so that's actually <laughs> pretty good for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering how Everton's been performing. He was second, right though. <laughs> Nick, you fucker. <laughs> Giggly bits over there. All right, and then uh, another one I wrote down was Yerry Mina, who's fifth, or maybe third, if I wrote the five wrong. He could uh, be 15. He could be, he could be anything. The point is, I wrote his name down, so he's is probably... Is he on Everton? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think he's a good shot. For my injury watch, though, Mina, he yeah. I don't think he played Columbia's last game, but he might still be back for this week so yeah he is on injury watch but um definitely a player to look at he is what percentage owned 73 so pretty high but i mean the same as jordan henderson which i think is stupid um and then allen is ninth in points per game for everton but he looks pretty good so i'd wait and see on him um in our league he's yeah he up, should be back he's putting up almost 10 points a game in our league which is like pretty much bang average for our scoring uh, like bang average of like a decent player you should be looking at getting um, if you think he's going to be on the upside. Um, and he looks pretty good. Like the, he passes yeah. the eye test. So, I mean, he looks good, but I, only thing is I don't think he'll be really involved in any goals at all. So he'd just be like one of those like solid, like get you the same points every week kind of guy. I think he'll get to some goals eventually. Yeah. He's I don't got know. The he, talent. he sits the deepest though of the midfield is the only only thing but yeah but i mean in our league an assist or a big chance created matters a lot so um yeah that he might be able to pick up but yeah i mean i think everton win this game um i don't know i guess it's very it's obviously very possible liverpool do it i'm actually interested in the odds for this one i don't know um Uh, it's got um i think everton are minus or no liverpool's minus 115 yeah so almost plus 400 i think so if you that's it if you think Everton's going to win, I'd put some money on that. Yeah, I should be fucking dumping out the piggy bank, eh? <laughs> all right, next game yeah. is uh, Chelsea and Southampton. This one is uh, got all the markings of a game I'm probably not going to watch. <laughs> but... Let me just check my COVID list here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Colin. I think it could be <laughs> I think it could be an exciting game, though, actually, just because uh, Southampton can be a bit suicidal and Chelsea will just run through them all, maybe. But um, fucking Stuart Armstrong got COVID and gave it to Kieran Tierney, that fuck. Except Tierney tested negative, so he's trying to get out of it. Oh. But um, I think Armstrong... Actually, Armstrong might have... I don't remember if his was a false positive or what, but he's probably not going to be playing this week, so... Yeah. Him and Gineppo are on my list of like underperforming players on Southampton that are on watch for being dropped. Because they haven't been good so far. What about Che Adams? Yeah, yeah. Che Adams has been on he'll my get list the to goals drop soon, man. since the beginning. <laughs> Just hold the man; he'll get the goals eventually. Nick, you're the only person <laughs> in the entire league who would even have Che Adams. Like, you can drop him pretty safely. No one's touching him. Dude, he's gonna come through. What? You right. only say that because you, you have that. him. You, <laughs> bro. He has like the most big chances missed. They're gonna start firing him in soon. Sounds like he's just gonna keep missing big chances. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said about that, but like, he's yeah, he's getting a lot of chances, but like, he's part of the reason that Southampton are. I don't know. They have two wins in the last two games, so there's something there. But um, I don't know. Thanks to Danny Ings. Y'all can yeah, just hate it, okay? And Kyle Walker Peters. Yeah, those are all good players to have. I mean, KWP is kind of the stud. But um, yeah, I think Romeo is actually on my list for like a decent pick if you hate your life and you want a starter. 
Okay, you just a yeah, scumbag. I'm, I'm, I'm on that train. <laughs> you can't pick up Romeo. <laughs> I would just say if I were teetering on the edge and I wanted to fall off, I yeah. would pick up Romeo. Yeah, I, I think if you're like on the edge of it and you just think to yourself like, okay, I need a starter this week and I like want to finish my life off, then just pick him up. I mean, that's a good you can't you can't look me in the eyes and say you will not take Shea Adams, but you'll take Romeo. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd agree. I, I'm on Nick's side for this one. They're equally as ugly, true. if that's what you're asking. But um. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess, I don't know. It depends on who you have, who you're going to drop. But, like, points-wise, yeah, Che Adams is more potential. Um, and then Bednarek is another. He, he seems to be a good option as, like, a final defender if you want to slot him into your side. Um, but I don't know. He's not as good as we kind of thought or hoped he would be. Yeah, if he uh... – for me, I, I get – mixed up with their back line because they have like three center backs kind of that start so I never know who it's gonna be um although I think they did start with the back three one of these recent games but usually they start with the back two and it's like is it gonna be Vestergaard, Bednarek or Stevens yeah um so yeah yeah it is that's a the only scary thing for me yeah and I don't typically like center backs either but and then on the Chelsea side um, dude, Chilwell and James, Reese James are just churning out points. They're so good. Yeah, I mean, Chilwell in this one game, but um, yeah. And then I also have Kurt Zuma as a good pickup. Another uh, like probably in the he he's definitely overproducing in points. Um, but Everton have looked good, and there's I mean yeah, after the goals, the fuck Chelsea have looked good. Um, yeah, and he he'll he'll bang in a few headers and stuff. What do you yeah, guys think as long about? As he doesn't like do his acl again or whatever the fuck like he does every year yeah i mean i don't think you can blame him for that snapped leg (laughs) (laughs) um so what do you guys uh, i know that one of the interesting things about our league is that abraham is still unowned but he's gone unowned like i think this entire season nobody's had him um yeah and it looks like percent owned overall it looks like and zh are coming back like soon i don't think they both won't start um, I think probably one of them will start this weekend, though. So, like, Tammy Abraham and um, Hudson Odoi are both on the list of potential drops. Um, yeah, someone not, just picked up Hudson Odoi, I think, too. Yeah, maybe not quite yet, but they're definitely on watch. And then Werner should probably benefit from that, too, being able to sit back up top at Nick. Yep. You still have hope, Nick? Nick's going to drop Warner before... Werner before uh, before Che Adams. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, it, it just <laughs> I just hate Chelsea. So Yeah, fair. You're really anti Frank Lampard, right? I am too. I don't know if I'm anti Frank Lampard, but he just does some bonehead things like fucking play Tammy Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> he was good last season, but yeah, I think Frank's probably like the dumbest manager other than Ole. <laughs> really that's i mean interesting i i definitely was had some hope for him at the beginning of the season i don't know I, yeah I, but, they were exciting last year when they had all youth but now he has all these fucking world-class players and just walks around with his thumb in his butt or something i don't know <laughs> yeah Ma- Ma- mason mount we should mention like he he might drop out right um yeah i don't know if i can find a spot for him all these players who made a name even abraham who's good for a lot of last season and they just like will lose their spots right away but we'll see if like i don't know if they can if pulisic and ziach will like keep up the form um and be able to like produce at that level because like abraham and like hudson odoi and mount are just all like really good developing players that like should be playing yeah um yeah i mean so is pulisic but i think frank has a tender little boner for mount though so he should at least get minutes so yeah and they and Abraham might get minutes too. Which, like Werner might not play every minute. Um, probably won't. So, bro, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just makes or, sense. Like Werner has been playing left. ninety minutes every game. I know, but once but once they have all these midfielders back in, um, they probably don't want to play him. Like if he's not scoring, like they might take him out. Like no you know, twenty minutes left and put in. Uh, I could Abraham. see like I could see him doing dumb shit too, though. Like benching Pulisic and having Werner on the left or something. And yeah, Abraham I could see that. Up top, so. 
Which, because uh, he's that. done that already with, like, Werner on the left, so. Is he anti-Pulisic? I think he kind of is, even though end of last season he was really good. But, like, I think he definitely it seems is. like he has to do a lot. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. Although, maybe we just sound like biased Americans. I don't fucking know. I mean, I, I don't really think Pulisic is, like, that much better than any of these other midfielders, but, yeah. I mean, people, everyone else seems to think that he like should who? be. I don't know. Like, I, I'm I'm not saying he's not a first choice over, like, Mason Mount and, like, Hudson Odoi and Abraham and, like, all these other guys, but, you know, I, I don't think he's, I like, just, worlds above them. Yeah, I know, like, the only reason we won, was it the FA Cup? final or semi-final against them was because Pulisic got injured because he scored like early on and he was just like fucking bossing the whole game and that made me realize like oh shit maybe he has like stepped it up a lot and I, I think he had a couple of performances like that yeah but I don't know if the consistency is there yet either so maybe that's why Frank mm-hmm. hates him but I, I don't know I think he is definitely like is good enough to be the first choice and like is probably the first choice on his like day or whatever. Um, but I could see him being a somewhat rotation spot too. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I don't think he's a, he's a like penned in 90. So, um, and then ZH, I think is someone who, I don't know. I'm a little worried, like as an owner of him, like I'm not going to trade him or anything, but I'm a little worried. Like hopefully he, he shows up. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Hopefully I have high hopes. All right, on to City and Arsenal. This one's my hot pick as a snoozer. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to be right about well. that, but we'll see. It could be. Um, I don't know. Like all our all our recent games against City were pretty low scoring. Um, we did win like the last once or twice against them or something, but um, I don't know. Yeah, Arteta is just focused on like against teams like that just like defending as a team and closing them out so you could be right yeah the team defense from arsenal kind of like like just puts a damper on games so far like aside from the fulham game the first one but other than that they look to just be like just like flattening the game and like producing chances where they can but they're not like i don't know and then city are sort of like kind of reeling to um coming off the draw like they I don't know. I could see this just being like a back and forth. I mean, usually two good teams, like there's goals because good teams know how to score. But um, I don't know. I just think this one, it, it, you know, it could end up being a really good game, like a 4-3. But um, either way. Uh, but Arsenal definitely have a chance to win this game. Like, I didn't think they could beat Liverpool a week or two ago. Um, but I definitely think they could beat City. Yeah. Um yeah, and Jesus and Aguero are still going to be out, so um, that's a bonus for Arsenal. The only thing is, like, they need to create chances, obviously. Um, for COVID, like, hopefully Tierney can get cleared because he's actually really important because otherwise we end up playing Kolasinac there and then he backpasses it to a City player who scores. So nice. <laughs> that, that might blow us wide open. Um so yeah, he's he's a pretty important player. Um and then I don't know if Party will be ready to start either or not, but obviously that'll be huge if he does. So we'll see. Yeah, I think from like a fantasy perspective on City, City are like, I don't know, there's nobody I'm buying right now. Like there's nobody who I'm tr- like trying to just de- desperately to get. How about um, Cancelo? Yeah, not him. <laughs> I mean, I, if you could get him super cheap, like there's a chance he starts playing, but he hasn't played a fucking minute, right? Well, yeah, he's been supposedly injured, though. But now yeah, he, but he started, like, all the games for Portugal. Yeah, but I don't know. They, yeah, it, yeah dude, just... but Mendy, Mendy's been blowing ass, so they're going to play yeah, him. Yeah, he has yeah. sucked. Mendy's been bad. So, Cancelo should play, I guess. So, he might be one player I'd buy, but I don't know, dude. It's kind of, it's like, yeah, there's the, there's the big names that are obviously players to have, but, like, even them... Are, uh, Dude, Cancelo's gets you so many points though, if he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De Bruyne and Sterling are slight doubts too. Um, I forgot about that, uh, but I think that they'll probably be fine for the game. I think De Bruyne, from what I was reading, is definitely like a solid doubt. Um, but mm. yeah, 
Jesus is out. So I don't know. We'll see. And then like Phil Foden has been decent fantasy wise. Um, like he's not hitting the upside that he has, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll wait and see, but I wouldn't be like eagerly trying to get anyone except I guess Nick, that's a good point that like Cancelo maybe is someone I want. Um, but other than that, like Ruben Diaz has been disappointing in his first game um, in terms of fantasy production, but I guess that's not enough to see. Um, one Arsenal player that I like is Rob Holding, who's 25% owned and producing points. Is there something I don't know about him, Colin, like playtime-wise? Um, I mean, he started the early games. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't play our last game oh. um, with Louise back, but I think he always has a chance to start right now. He was a player that was going to go on loan, um, but then didn't. So, like, Gabriel should always start for a center back and we always play a back three Tierney's usually on the left of that um and then yeah so that's how we started early on was Tierney on the left unless we have to play class and ash for some reason then Gabriel in the middle and holding on the right um but with Louise back it sort of muddies it up a bit because Louise was uh like slightly injured at the start of the season mm-hmm. yeah but I- he is a good pick if he plays i wouldn't pick him up for the city game though that's for sure yeah i guess maybe not but i don't know yeah um all right well newcastle united is the next game up what do you boys think pochettino to united yeah yeah i'm picking united <laughs> i'm picking uh newcastle to win this. flat silence and then yeah yeah, always gotta be on thin ice man he's a fucking well you confused me because you said newcastle and then Pochettino to United and oh yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> um Fanaros, yeah, always gonna be ex- well, he's already been exposed as a fraud, so I think he Poor is, guy. He, Poor elf. He could w- win the race for the first manager sacked, which all of us would have gone wrong. Yeah, so. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think Pochettino's a bad fit for United, like a really bad fit. Um but have they I had guess. a good fit? What? Have they had a good well, fit? Yeah. No, I, I'm thinking about like from the pers- like I want Pochettino to find a good fit as a like Spurs fan. Like I want him to find a good team. I don't think United yeah. is a good, like a good team for him to go to manage because there's just like infinite expectations and like it's just like a shit show. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to see yeah. that. Like I, I don't think he, those are the types of players he's going to be good at managing. Um, I think he'd do a good job, but yeah, he hasn't really been with any like huge stars because. He made Harry Kane a huge star, basically. Um, yeah, he kind of brought everyone up. But um, they do have, especially where they didn't get, like, Sancho. And even if they got Sancho, like, he's good at, like, building something from, like, the young players or, like, the club's players. And, like, there are a couple, obviously, like, big names that are above that, like a Pogba or something, um, or even, like, right. Bruno or De Gea, who wouldn't necessarily be a type of player he managed, but... I think he'd do a good job wherever he goes. Yeah, I suppose. I guess I just really don't want to see him on the United touchline at all, but um, yeah, it'd be okay. But (laughs) um, yeah, I'm excited for this game because I think Newcastle could come out and like dominate and hopefully at least give United a run for their money. Um, But like they got to hit him fast. Yeah. Um, The news, I I guess. I don't know what to expect from this game. Yeah, I guess I don't either. I'm United are going to probably like be upset about their thrashing, but um, Newcastle also are coming off a win and they look pretty good. Um, Dubrovka is out for five more weeks. Uh, it sounds like his injury is worse than, than it was thought. Um, so you got to have Darlow. Darlow is only a 62% owned. Like you got to have him in our league. I think he's like the second or third best keeper, maybe even the best. Um, so yeah, you got, got to have Darlow for at least for the next five weeks and you can always pick up someone else. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. he's churning out points. Um, but yeah, if you had like if you were gonna pick up Dubravka soon, then that's kind of off the table. Um, yeah. So in terms of like long term shit, um, Martial has like a three game ban for his very, very violent red card against Spurs. Um, <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Cavani as well, I'm actually reading. He, I think, had a 
um isolate for two weeks just as as like um like uk policy or whatever not because he has covid or whatever um so he might actually miss this so i'm not sure who's gonna well i guess you're probably gonna pay off on i held greenwood for the whole year and then i just dropped him in tim picked him up so you're probably year we're five weeks in yeah well (laughs) i drafted him (laughs) um so you're probably gonna reap the benefit of that because i think he'll have to start with like it'll be rashford dan james greenwood and like bruno i guess yeah, I'm gonna really reap the benefits of his like fucking six points a week or whatever the fuck he's been doing. Like, <laughs> see, Tim Tim says that, and then they just drop a four. Well, you bomb. picked him up. You wouldn't have picked up a player you expect to always get six points, right? You well, I mean, no, but like, also, he's only gotten like eight points max. So, I mean, yeah. he has to be better. Otherwise, I'll just drop him. Like, yeah, if he continues, he's just gonna get dropped, even if he starts. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was good in the restart, so I took a punt on him. I dropped under, That's though, who I, I guess we'll him. talk about later. I think under could be good. Um, yeah, I don't know. United, other players have just, like, bad production across the board. Um, McTominay is one who, like, when he when he plays, he does he does produce well, um, even Fuck though it's a McTominay. fucking shitty pick, but it is what it is, you know? <laughs> you have to grovel and sell your body for points, so. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy Bale's coming in. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> um, fucking. I look at uh, what's his name? Just um, see Warner picking up all these shitty players in the history. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, all I have. Uh, Van de Beek might see more time. I don't know. People were saying. I don't know. Someone was mugging me off about picking up Greenwood because Van de Beek's gonna take his spot. Nick, was that you? You fucker. I just said Van de Beek's inevitably going to play. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I know. I, I've always was hearing when he signed that it was he was like a rotation option for Bruno because Bruno can't play fucking 90 minutes three times a week or whatever and survive, so I don't know. What's the next team? Newcastle, I guess Almiron and Shelby are both on the uptick for me. I think they're both like, I don't know. I'm not like eager to pick them up, but maybe they find a spot if there's like 12 teams in your league. Um, and I'd I'd hold on to Frazier because he hasn't been great, but he's he's going to do good. Like he'll be better. Um, Thanks, he scored for Scotland today. Oh, he did? Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I guess we focus a lot on like players from the perspective of a 12 man league um so yeah but when the terms of newcastle i think we pretty much like the ones you said are probably applicable to any league that um that has like even a couple less teams just because there aren't too many newcastle players that i think are worth picking up overall compared yeah. to other teams yeah i mean yeah there's definitely some like quality there the fullbacks have been disappointing for sure um, like those were both players that I really wanted, um, as like my last player in the team or like last draft pick, but they haven't really been worth anything. And then Callum Wilson is a player that I really regret not drafting cause I wanted him, but he's a beast and he's been doing really good. Can we talk um, about St. Maximine? Oh, I forgot about St. Maximine. He didn't, he didn't make my notable list, but yeah, he, he, he did good <laughs> in the last week. And, uh, well, he should be owned already in every league probably. Bro, so. You guys just shit on him for no reason. I don't shit on I him. I don't. I just shit on you. You do. He's an absolute uh, stud. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning I might have criticized like that he was just like kind of a dribbler but not like a producer, but like you know, obviously that's just bullshit. Like he clearly produces. Um and he and he was good. I, he's going to be the key for Newcastle to to just gave him a 6-year contract. Year. Recently? Yeah, he signed a 6-year deal like yeah. today or something, right? Yeah. That's like an an eternity in in uh, yeah. in Europe. They probably just want to make sure that they can sell them for a good amount. Yeah, I think so they it's not like they have to. I think they slapped a seventy million the year left release clause. Yeah, that's probably all it was. But he probably got a nice pay bump with it, so he was happy. As long as he's happy. All, all right, Alan. Uh, the first game on Sunday, bright and early, is Sheffield and Fulham. I mean, oh, that's gonna be everyone's rough. getting up for this one, right? <laughs> that's going to be a barn burner. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, it could be a goal fest. I mean, it also could be nil nil. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is um, you know what I noted about Sheffield is their best player in terms of points per game in fan tracks isn't owned in our league. <laughs> is it McGoldrick? <laughs> yeah. He's you know I'm thinking about it, baby. Fucking McGoldrick, dude. You should I draft McGoldrick. McGoldrick's goal was like his second Premier League goal ever, and he was on the team the entirety of last season. Yeah. He is, uh, yeah, fucking... The thing is, they are versus Fulham. I do expect Fulham to, like, try to be a bit better defensively, but then also Sheffield have only scored that one Goldrick goal all season, so it's like, I don't know. I don't want any of these fucking shitty players on this team. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for Brewster, uh, who will be their best player in points after... Yeah, once he starts starting, but if they still struggle for goals, if they still struggle helping Brewster create chances, then yeah, I think he'll be a good pick as like your last forward or something, like mm-hmm. or whatever. But I wouldn't want to have him be like leading my my team line or whatever. Yeah, I think like on on Sheffield, like Lundstrom, Baldock, and McOldrick are like the only good options that might improve with Brewster coming in. Um, I hate McGoldrick. Yeah, I mean, I, I just wouldn't want pick that on the record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a, a similar like if you're on if you're hanging by the dental floss over the cliff, just pick McGoldrick and cut it. Um, I think Fulham actually might. Dude, they have underrated fantasy potential. Like, look at their points per game. Their players like are like go off. They, they have really good fantasy potential because they just have they're completely reckless. Like they they don't even know what they're doing. They just go attack and like do stuff like I think they could score a lot of goals against Sheffield. Like it it could end up being a fun game. Um Tete and Joe Bryan are producing a lot and Gisa oh, and Mitro Warner, like, you snagged my my Tete. You snagged him. You didn't yeah. know that? No, I'm suckling no. on the Tete. Yeah, I did. I had a, I had to drop him because it, the like first game I owned him, he got injured in the first half and got subbed off. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> you know I stay on that waiver wire, baby. You got it, dude, because your team is bad. My team is so bad. I didn't know I had to snap him right back up like the second he was fit. Oh, dude, you let him go. I'm reeling him in. (laughs) I thought I could wait for him to start like one game to know he's back, but I guess not. (laughs) Everyone, Felipe Anderson got loaned, so he's mine now. (laughs) Yeah, a a worthy replacement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he starts. Angisa and Mitra are like top of the top tier for Fulham. Like Angisa is definitely not not totally expected. Um, I wouldn't touch Cavalero. People are saying like he kind of makes the rounds in people's leagues, like being dropped and then picked up and dropped and like just kind of like whoring around. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't touch Cavalero because uh, yeah, I don't think. I guess he's started all games so far, but I don't think he's guaranteed to. Um, I think he gets dropped drop it like it's hot yeah. yeah i think he might get dropped dude my my nope. fucking big all caps note is uh where the fuck is cabano he's like <laughs> knee skins like it, it might be the most depressing part of the year so far for me <laughs> he's played i think he started every game maybe not started but he's played in every game and he's gotten the, at most 4.3 points the championship brutal. player yeah. That makes What's me that makes me so sad. Like I can't even yeah, measure my sadness. He started the first week and then he had thirty two minutes, not twelve minutes, nine minutes. So he's oh, just okay. getting less and less minutes every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're fucking choking out my boy. They're fucking cutting him off the. Oh, it's bad. It makes me really sad. We should probably we should probably move on because it makes me upset. No one jumped on their two new center backs they got from uh from the deadline day. I should pick up pick him up as out of respect for sitting Tim Ream. <laughs> we have to name drop Tim Ream every episode, even when he's just not even playing anymore. <laughs> oh, um, he'll never stop playing. So, well, hopefully he moves to like whatever. What did I say last time? The San Jose Earthquakes. That's a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, next game up is up Crystal Palace and Brighton. This one. I don't know. I was thinking that it might be a boring game, but it, you know, snooze. they had. You think snooze? Yeah, could be interesting. I think. I don't know. I think Palace could win. I think 
they do a good job locking down like the lower teams, even though Brighton's been playing mostly well. Um, mostly well, but they have th- three losses in a row. That's in- yeah, interesting. Well, some of them are unlucky, right? Because like Chelsea, they've all been unlucky. Whoever. Yeah, the United one they should have won. They've played well, man. The interesting thing I'm looking to see is I think Van Aanholt's back. So I'm wondering yeah. where that puts Etze in the midfield. Yeah, he might be able I'm to play up more, doesn't... which would be nice. I don't know, because Van Aanholt gets like way forward usually. So, so that's that's goodbye for Tyreek Mitchell, right? Yeah, fuck my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting Van Aanholt not to start this week, hopefully, and I am fine with Mitchell for one more week. But yeah, yeah I think you probably are fine there. But um, you need definitely better defenders, if you're, dude. If you're yeah, if you're a Mitchell owner, you got to keep your eyes on the horizon you're pick, here. You're cause... picking you're picking up Mitchell and Phil Bardsley. Like there's so many <laughs> better options. You have Phil mm. Bardsley, dude. No, I don't have him. Oh, I you picked him up and him. dropped him. You picked him up I to put him, him on up. your bench. Okay. <laughs> I picked him up in case one of my defenders didn't start. Yeah, but there's sure. so many better defenders. Bro, it's not life or death. Just leave someone Well, fucking <laughs> contribute some content, Nick. Name some of these fucking defenders available that are better. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Name one defender better than fucking Bardsley. Phil Bardsley, okay? Harry Maguire and Tim Ream. Uh, no, not available. Um, I'm not gonna pick like fucking Fosu Mensa, who has <laughs> 16 points in one game. <laughs> we'll never play again. You should pick up Tyreek Mitchell. Oh, you already did that. Um, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the Brighton players that I like are Basuma and March. They're both underowned in my opinion, so I would pick them up or look to pick them up. Um, I don't know. They're both. I think no. March is taken early by Warner. Um, he's like a, he's an obvious nah, Nick has March, I think, or did Warner get him? I One of them Warner snapped him March. for me on waivers. Um, so he's I an obvious so. pickup. But um, Basuma March. also pretty good. No, uh, Nick has March. Oh, Nick took March. Damn. Yeah, but he snapped him from me on on waivers. Nick, what's it like up in the ISS up there? Oh, uh, we have some movement up here. There's some some stuff going down, so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I guess my other notes for for Palace were that Etze, Milivojevic, and IU have all been, like, drastically underperforming. Like, to the point where you should consider, (laughs) I don't know, unthinkable actions if you have Etze. But (laughs) he he has just not been, like, doing that much. I don't know, Nick. Where do you stand on Etze? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Roy Hodgson's just a terrible offensive coach, so I think any offensive option through Roy Hodgson is just terrible, but I don't know. I just see so much potential, so I'm just keeping him. You're just hanging on to that? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's um he's like the one on that list I would keep. I think Milivojevic and Ayu are worth dropping. Um here's an exciting name, James MacArthur. He's producing <laughs> a lot of ghost points. <laughs> If you don't think I'm not thinking about it, you're dead wrong. <laughs> Dude, you should just create the fucking boring eleven and just pick like. Dude, I literally am players. just trying to get. I'm just trying to get like. How? What am I get? Eleven players. I'm trying to get eleven players that average ten points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do that, you're just. <laughs> all I want. Not the worst points. Yeah, but you probably lose. Yeah, you wouldn't lose that many game weeks with 110 in our league. Probably end up with like 500 record. <laughs> yeah, it's probably dead not, average. Not the worst. Um, all right, so the next game is Spurs West Ham. This is the kind of like the battle of form, right? I mean, both these teams are banging them, and uh, I think this is gonna be an exciting game. I think it could be. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an exciting game. Because um, I think either way, even if West Ham don't play well, I think Spurs will play well. I know that's like a dumbass thing to say as a Spurs fan, but I, I don't know. I'm feeling it. It's in the air. It's in my. It's in my veins, man. I'm feeling it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Spurs are tough fantasy wise. I think they have two groups of high risk players. Like they have high risk players that you should look at getting, and high risk players that I would avoid. I would look at like Dumbele, Aurier, Lo Celso, Alderweireld, maybe Lamella, and maybe Sissoko. And I guess I put Deli in that list too. 
as players to like maybe pick up, but they're all risky. Um, maybe with the exception of Lo Celso, he's probably the least risky of that bunch. Um, but then like Bergwine and Mora are like similar risk, but like those are probably the two that I'm kind of stay away from. And I think they're you know both just stay, in our league. Or you know who else you should stay away from? Matt Doherty. Yeah, Doherty's been <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> you got Doherty stock, fucking sell. Yeah, but the thing is that Aurier's been playing, like, and I don't think he will. I'm predicting Doherty's start this week, this weekend, so. It's interesting. Yeah, you said that draft night, and. Yeah, I was, it's I was interesting excited. to me that, that Mourinho picked Aurier against United. Like, obviously, it paid off because of how the game went, but, like, before the game picking him when he's like a much bigger liability defensively just interesting unless we didn't know something about doherty for that match but yeah i mean you have to imagine he's still the first choice there but like if Orie were he's a stud like definitely pick him up because he's played well um but even if he were to start a few more games like he's not going to continue that forever and then doherty will just like get slide back in so um, are we gonna see bale this week I think so. Um, I think we'll, they're saying maybe. I think we'll see. That's the real question. In the 70th minute or later or whatever. Because then, like, the players you shouted then are even more of a doubt once Bale establishes himself, like uh, Bergwijn and, and Mora. I'll, yeah. tell you th- I'll tell you this right now. I'll take 20 minutes of Bale over any one of my players except maybe Grealish. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he does, like. Uh, I wouldn't get Vincius, Vinicius. I don't know how to say his name. Um, I think it's Vinicius. Vinicius, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get him. I don't know. Like, I just picture him as being like the vintage. Like, Spurs are up, and we want to rest Kane. Like, I, I don't see him really being much more. Um, I think he's the guy you just throw at like an international game. Like, yeah, like yeah. The, like he'll play the, Europa League yeah, probably. Like Europa League. Some. Yeah, but like, like the yeah. group games. If he impresses me, like I don't know, I I can't see any way that he. I don't. I don't think he'll ever start. Yeah, so I, I think he's think just he well until Kane like inevitably like rolls his ankle like he does every season. But then I could even see Mourinho, like Mourinho is like a fucking ride or die hoe for like certain players like Kane and Son who are his best players. So it makes sense. I mean, I'm ride so, or like, die too. Yeah, I could see him. I could see him like even still starting Son at striker over him or something, just because he trusts Son more. Yeah, I could even see fucking Deli Alley starting at striker if Kane's injured, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, Deli's someone who like I I'm not picking up or touching or even thinking about it, but like if someone were to pick him up and he were to like I don't know, do something to Mourinho yeah, to like start. Has, yeah, I was gonna say he has trouble getting in the team right now. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think to be honest, our most likely middle three is is still Dembele, Hoiberg, and uh, Lo Celso. So I don't know. We'll see if that changes. But I think if they play the four three three, that would be it. Um, and then on the West Ham side, Balbuena and Kufal are both good defensive options. Um, I guess probably they're definitely inflated by their recent results for West Ham. So don't expect them to continue doing that. But um, and then Fornells is also on my list if he can continue to start. Um, I think he's even available in our league, but yeah, yeah. he might get bumped out and not be able to start. I think it's interesting to look at Ben Rama too coming from the championship. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I'd be excited about that. I'm for sure picking him up. Yeah, I know you are. Oh yeah, back to my quick COVID watch. Diop uh, had COVID, but that was back when Moyes got it, so I would think that they should be pretty much done with that by now i wonder if once Moyes is back like on the touchline instead of like remotely managing or whatever maybe west ham will just go back to shit again because all their good results <laughs> have been when Moyes has been out with covid so yeah yeah i mean fuck. <laughs> i mean how are you supposed, sucks, how are you supposed so. to play a football game and you're looking at that ugly mug <laughs> yeah i'm gonna hold my tongue on him <laughs> I get myself in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're playing them this week, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, Cresswell I, is someone I just picked up. Seventy percent owned. I think it's a good asset. Like, I think the rest of those people should probably think about him. I don't know. Like, if he plays deep as a center back, not as much. But I don't know. He picks up assists. He does a lot. 
um, especially if they're yeah. playing the back. I didn't see how he got those assists the other day because I know he was in the back three and he's like been traditionally right. left back. I think I just have like a a fantasy bias against him because he always seems to spend like long periods injured. So I just like don't ever think about him because of that. But uh-huh. I think he usually is good when he plays. Yeah, I guess for someone but, like him, like I'm not worried about that because I can always replace him. But it'd be nice to have him for a while. Um, I was always a big Cresswell guy. Yeah, yeah he was good when I, I like him. I don't know, Colin, your injury thing I think really only should apply to like top players. Like if you want to pass on Kane in the draft because he gets injured, like that might be something I would get on board with. But like Cresswell, yeah, or like I mean, Aguero or something, right? Or Aguero. Um, yeah, but like if I'm missing Cresswell, I'll just drop him. Like whatever. Um, yeah. All right. Next up is my fucking game of the week: Leicester and Aston Villa. I think this will be good. Anybody pick this as a game of the week? Just me? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess just you. I don't think I looked down this far. <laughs> <laughs> My game of the week's still coming. Ooh, okay. All right, all right. Shit. Um, well, shit. Yeah, I have... Uh, under's a good punt on Leicester. Everyone else is kind of understood. Here's a tragedy. Iose Perez is 51% owned in fan tracks. That's Ugh, that's tragic, that's dude. gross. That's like bottom feeders who need someone to that starts, <laughs> but now he isn't. He's never been guaranteed to start anyway. So it also means that there's probably a listener on here who has him. So I just want you to know that you should <laughs> half, drop half him. of the listeners are yeah, in the league. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I think p- the people who like spend time listening to fantasy podcasts are probably less likely to own as Ferris. But like at the same time. Yeah. Like I can understand, like he's a Lester winger, like, but he he's just he's not good, and he's gonna stop playing soon. So, um, yeah, drop him and pick up uh, what's his name, Mark Albright. You think under is definitely gonna start guaranteed? <laughs> no, is under guaranteed to start? No, I don't think so. But I think he will um get he some starts and see if he plays well. Yeah, I'll be. I think I missed the Lester game last week, so I'll be excited. I think to watch this game and see him in action, hopefully. Yeah, this is who I had to drop for Greenwood, so I'm definitely predicting a goal from under this weekend. I'm predicting a goal from Greenwood because I dropped him. For <laughs> we're, we're both just fucking pussies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to cover our own ass. <laughs> um, It'll work out for you. <laughs> uh, on the Villa side, uh, I think Emmy Martinez, this is probably, this makes me really depressed to say, but I think Emmy Martinez is like my favorite pick for a keeper, and I know you picked him up off waivers, Colin. Hey, um, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Guaito is, uh, he had a good first week, but then kind of mediocre in terms of saves from the the last few weeks. I'm sure he'll be good now that I dropped him, as we just said about the other players. But <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think Emmy good with and, Emmy. Um, him and Carl Darlow, I think, are the top two keepers in our league at the moment. So, um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Carl Emmy's Darlow played is. one less game too. Is the other thing, unless you're going off points per game. Yeah, I forget what I was looking at, but he's definitely a solid keeper to have. I, and um, I guess we'll get to it. But like him and like one keeper, I'm predicting to to be better than he was is the Leeds keeper Meslier. I think his name is that young, young, that young boy. boy. <laughs> his little baby head it looks like a little great. But um, yeah, yeah, him, Emmy, and um. Darlow or Dubravka are like my three, three keepers that I want. Um, I don't know. The, Villa has tough players for me for fantasy. Like it's kind of a case by case basis if you're looking at them. Um, I like him. I think Nick. They he ended up pipping McGinn, who I tried to get up, and then he also punted on uh, Barkley, and they both I think played well last week or got good points. Yeah, they yeah. both came pretty good. Yeah, everybody on Aston Villa did pretty good last week. Obviously, like, Grealish is probably going to end as, like, a first or second rounder, which I think is where he got drafted in most cases anyway. So Mm -hmm. um, that's good. And I still expect, like, you know, I don't think Watkins is going to have, like, over 20 goals like he did in the championship, but I think he should at least get, like, 15 or something at, at a minimum. So... Yeah. Um obviously I'm high on him right now after last week, but where do you think like Bertrand Traore if like who does he bump out? Trezeguet? Um I don't know cuz like yeah. Trezeguet's been pretty well. 
I think he'll be a sub for a while until like he gets a chance over someone like Trezeguet. Because that's where he fits in the formation. Yeah. And he's not going to bench Grealish, and he's not going to play striker probably. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Nick, when the hell did you pick up John McGinn? Uh, you got him over waivers. Um, yeah. Over me on waivers. I think like the week after you drafted him. Yeah, dude. That I'm a bum. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, Tim like just loves bad games dropping and Tim players. Like, Fuck this. <laughs> I'd say everyone I've dropped is now owned, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't I think I've dropped you drop anyone. people. Dude, I just... I, I get cold You dropped feet. them after, like, yeah, like, three games. They're, like, not great, but, Whoa, like, whoa. What do you mean? I dropped them after one game. Don't give me any fucking credit. I'm a fucking idiot, <laughs> dude. No, you okay, dropped okay. him. You dropped him after, I think, the first game, and then he dropped 33 points, and I was like, fuck it, I'm grabbing him. Oh, you didn't even pick him up immediately. All right, so I'm not. Oh yeah, he got 38, and then he got 38 again. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but okay, Villa's not going to do that every week. I was all right. No, for sure, but because it's making me sad again. I thought Warner had him, and he looked much better since his injury. So I guess it was like fair for you to kind of have your doubts about him, but yeah. Last season, he just, like, whenever he wasn't injured, which he was for, like, a big part of the middle of the season, I think, um, he just always looked good. So I, he would be a player I would always trust because it was, like, other than when he was injured, like, consistent for the season. So yeah, if he's not owned, you're, oh, he is 96% owned. So most yeah. people probably have him yeah, not available. That's an obvious pick, yeah. Um, all right, yeah, so, all right, West Brom versus Burnley. Somebody be- had to have had this as their game of the week, right? Uh no. <laughs> I, <laughs> who? I do have Dean Ghana though, who you who? dropped also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I just have a good record of dropping good people. Um the only two West Brom players owned in our league are Pereira and Dean Ghana. That's pretty amazing. That's by far. I think that's I think that's correct though. Like I I don't see any other yeah, players no, we're that correct. are actually worth. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. we I think we nailed it, boys. <laughs> good job, league. Uh, Dean Ghana is only 50% owned across fan tracks. I think he should be higher because I think he's definitely worth having. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't Cal think he's COVID. Cal Rob has COVID. Cal Rob, dude. <laughs> Thanks, COVID watch. Um, <laughs> Cal Rob is like a player that I would think about getting if he got even a single fucking point when he didn't score. <laughs> he literally gets like one point if he doesn't score. Oh, that's, how, that's how like Vardy is too. Interesting. No, but like Vardy yeah, will do Vardy at least gets more something. Goals. Plus he scores more goals, but yeah. Cal yeah, Rob, yeah. he just doesn't do anything. Um, Johnstone, not the worst keeper actually in my opinion, just because he, uh, he should get a good amount of saves. Yeah, I think that's a good choice for keeper. Um, if you're like if you have like some disaster like fucking fuckford or some shit I don't yeah know. um on the burnley side like dude there's it, this is a darth of uh fantasy talent <laughs> like i don't know mcneil is 91 percent owned that's high he might turn it around but if my team if my league had like less than 12 teams i would definitely wouldn't be holding on to him um Chris Wood is like getting tougher and tougher to hold on to. Ashley Westwood is like the most boring pick in all of fan tracks. Um, and also not doing that good in terms of points. I don't know. Burnley as a team will turn it around, but it's hard to justify like any of these players. Yeah, they're in bad form too. I do like uh, McNeil and Wood though, the top two owned other than I guess Tarkowski. I mean, Tarkowski's back now, so if somehow he wasn't drafted but i think he's drafted in most leagues because he was so high on like the fan tracks points last season so yeah i mean i definitely keep tarkowski um and obviously i'd keep mcneil i think well i mean as a former phil bards owner i think most of their defense is okay so <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ dude um yeah, I think McNeil is like only worth having if your league is like at least twelve teams or at least ten teams. Um, but he is good. Like I guess just so far his points haven't been great, but he'll be better. Um, 
And then Nick Pope is probably the disappointment of the bunch so far. For absolutely, oh, wow. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice how bad he's been in terms of fantasy. Wow, real bad. Well, that's just because Burnley's been bad. The thing to keep in mind is like Tarkowski only just played his first game back from injury last week, and they've been playing like fucking five-year-old center backs and stuff like what's this guy's name jimmy dunn who is that he's been playing <laughs> he had, center back he had 14 points on average i think he had Fuck a lot jimmy of points dunn, in one game. <laughs> yeah but how many goals did he concede though i don't know they dude. can they conceded four to lester tarkowski's jimmy definitely Dunn's. like obviously you're you're holding you you want tarkowski if you could pick him up if he if he's not owned yeah my owned. well that's my point that's my point is like their defense is going to improve uh with Tarkowski back and hopefully once their form comes out of like the fucking dumpster or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> West Brom are trying to do the same shit though. So yeah. This, this, yeah. It might not happen this week, but I just mean like in the medium term. Yeah. Although West Brom do have two draws in the last three and burn their winless, but yeah, they need to, um, I don't know. Burn their definitely on a early watch here for relegation. Um, right along with Fulham, they have a guy named Mace Goodridge <laughs> and Phil Bardsley. Yeah. All right. Last game of the week is Leeds and Wolves. Dude, I was looking at Leeds as players. They have immense production. Their players like juice points, really. Yeah, that's why I ended up just squirting out for Rafinha in the end. I yeah. thought they were like overperforming or whatever, but then they just have like some wild stats. So I was like, eh, whatever. I think this could be game of the week. You got game of the week yeah, on this, yeah. I, I think Wolves so. are in a bit of bad form though. They're in so. bad form, but I feel like I don't know. They feel the need to bounce back because yeah, they really they, they have four goals on the season. They gotta do something. Yeah. I think of all the players that I have touted to be good that I wish I picked. The other big one is Calvin Wilson, but, like, Calvin Phillips is my other one. Like, he's been really good and, like, just super consistent. Um, yeah. So I regret not having him. He's a really – he's like a, he's going to be a stalwart, I think, in fantasy this year. Um, I might try to peel him off Austin for Greenwood if he scores this weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess one note is that Liam Cooper uh, got injured in international duty. Um He's not super owned. Let me see. Yeah, twenty three percent. Yeah, so he's been playing with uh, the cock lad, right? So yeah, but, um, but he is he has been si- getting p- good points. Yeah, they did sign the other center back, uh, Diego Llorente. Yeah. Um. So I, I assume he's probably good enough. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, and he'll probably start because Cooper looks to be out a few weeks. If um, Cooper's out, then yeah. He might be back, but he, he he's more more than likely going to be out. Um, Stuart Dallas and Luke Ayling are both very underowned. I think they're both very consistent and underowned. Ayling is sixty eight percent. Dallas is fifty five. I think those should be higher. I think those players are both. Stuart Dallas is like just the least exciting pick, but he has a lot of missed chances um, so far. So I think he'll he'll like start to bang some of those home. Oh, so it's okay defender, if Stuart but... Dallas does it, but not Shea Adams? <laughs> Dude, Shea Adams doesn't look like Stuart Dallas, or, or the inverse Shea of Shea Adams is going to be up there more, at least. But I just... Uh, Stuart Dallas scored an own goal today for Northern Ireland. Just want to... All right, just... So he can't, I mean, he whatever. Can't be good. You can't always be blamed <laughs> for that shit. I think they're... Dude, they're both very I didn't, I didn't see the own goal, but he scored an own goal. <laughs> Um. Yeah. In short, Nick. Yes, it, it is okay when Stuart Dallas does it, but not Jay Adams. Quite, okay. That's oh, you said it better than I could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Messier, as I mentioned, I think is a good goalie pickup. If you're like me and have Mendy on Chelsea, who like might not start, I might have to like drop him like it's hot on Saturday and and pick up another keeper, and that's probably the one I'm going for. Um. So someone else can just go ahead and pick him up now that they know that. Um. I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but other than that, like all leech just down here right? feeding off scraps. <laughs> Bob stay alive. Leech. <laughs> um, on the wolves side, Ait Nuri. I don't know how to say his name. He's probably gonna fill in at left back this weekend. 
I don't know. People are definitely talking about him. He looks like he has high upside, like talent wise, but I think playing time wise, he'll be limited this year. Wait, who'd you say? I didn't hear it. Ait Nuri. There's a hyphen in there. And oh, I... that uh, Wolves guy they signed? Yeah, I switched over to Wolves. Hmm. Um, He looks good. Like, I saw some highlight videos. He looks like very talented. Um, But I don't. Yeah, think they. Behind Marcal. Loaned out Vinagre, so. Right. I don't but know Marcel if Marcel or Marcal is going to be fit or not. And yeah, I, he, yeah he, he won't. Maybe. He won't this weekend. But I think long term. Aitnari is still I would I would doubt that he would be worth having. Um but it but it could be. What about Maximilian Kilman who started there? Uh yeah, what was the story with him? I, I looked at the name, I saw the points, but like I don't really know what happened. Yeah, I think he just they needed someone, but I don't he know. He was just a warm body, I think, right? Yeah, who happened to play well. On the Wolves, I don't know. Ruben Neves, Cody, and Moutinho are all, I think, over-owned. I think they're just better options. They haven't been good Actually, so far. they might have started Sice at left wing back even. They Maybe did, not. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They did start Sice there. Um, But yeah, those three. Podence, Podence is an interesting one because he doesn't seem to do much unless he scores. But he'll probably, I, I think he has that spot. Um, he won't play up top, obviously, but I think he has that spot up up as a winger. Um, yeah. Someone finally picked up Pedro Neto after he scored. He seems to be like he's established himself as a starter, but he also like drops back more to the midfield sometimes. Mm-hmm. So even though he's listed as a forward, I think I think really Poden should be the forward and Neto the midfielder. Like they should switch in game. Obviously, like that's just part of fantasy is like some misclassifications like that but yeah. um in terms of like knowing where who's where on the pitch that seems to be more the case obviously Neto's still getting forward but right yeah i don't know it'll be interesting i i don't think in inter- i think just like ruben neves and connor cody and like joao moutinho are all players that i would not have and they're all like pretty solidly owned um yeah i just think there are better options yeah, like Neves will score like a outside the box banger every now and then, but that's about it. You'd be better off with Den Donker. <laughs> yeah, Den Donker, I think, is one of the guys who sadly lost his uh, consistent spot to like guys like Neto or whoever. Yeah, unfortunately. All right, well, that's it, boys. Any any other notes? COVID? Did we miss anything, COVID guy? Uh, maybe the oh, entire Kavan. Wolves team. Oh no, I talked about Cavani. Definitely yeah, the maybe entire the Wolves entire team. Wolves team because Ronaldo got COVID in Portugal. So luckily, Podence Our... isn't a is an international player. <laughs> <laughs> he was still there, bro. Oh, I was, was he? he there? He was. Dude, he was the first team. Huh? For Portugal? I mean, he is Portuguese. Yeah. yeah, he's Portuguese. No, I know he's Portuguese, but he didn't play. Hey, if he you didn't play, but he was. If you checked if out the, squad, the Instagram, though. I put a post Dude. at two added. <laughs> at two what? added. Oh yeah. What By post? The way, two underscore added. <laughs> at two underscore added. <laughs> I posted yeah, follow us on Twitter. I, I posted uh, who's going to be out? Mutinho, Neves, Semedo, Potence, Patricio. Really? Oh, he did. Pl- They're he, all in the Portugal play squad f- and play for Wolves. But they might not be out. Yeah, they just, they just uh, or at least somewhat. They, they co- could contact. get tested at some point, and then yeah, I'm sure they are getting tested. Like they wouldn't have played. It looks like Potence played 15 minutes today, oh, so geez. I'm guessing he was okay. he was cleared. I didn't think. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he was cleared. He played 15 minutes today against Sweden. So yeah, I didn't think he was on the team at all. So I guess I just didn't know. All right. Yeah, did we get all the, did we get all wrap up all the COVID people? Any other like did anyone shout out their leg in international break? I don't think so. It was a terrible international break. I did not enjoy it. I was very upset that they were doing it because it makes no sense. And uh yeah, it's just dumb. I mean, some of it like South America games were like COVID uh or fucking listen to me <laughs> world cup qualifiers <laughs> yeah but dude they had fucking friendlies they played friendlies yeah, yeah. that was just well the friendlies dumb. are bad what on earth dude 
literally yeah. flying around the world playing soccer, like friendly soccer. It's just ridiculous. But we're back. Th- we're back in two days or three days now. So back to regular scheduled programming. I've been checking my team a lot more than I should recently. Like I just scroll through it for comfort because I haven't been. Uh... I haven't checked it at all. The whole international break. I haven't I just, done anything. I just, I just fucking failed trades. <laughs> Nick, send me a trade. You haven't sent me one freaking trade. Because you think I, I can offer anything for offer. Dominic Calvert Lewin? Offer me a Che Adams. I need to go to the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, offer, offer me Che Adams again. See what happens. Yeah, Warren, you, you should ha- probably you take Che Adams. <laughs> you have this bizarre. You have this bizarre just like affinity for Marcus Rashford. <laughs> He's gonna be good, dude. Do you have him? Yeah. Rashford, I think, will improve uh, with the addition of Tellez. Yeah, I will say he's, that. he's Rashford won't get any worse. He's he's going to be good for his like from a season perspective for sure. Nick just yeah. likes trying to fucking fleece people, dude. Yeah, he likes thinking like he just My loves trade just, like significantly better Rashford. than Rashford. It <laughs> oh, really no. wasn't. It was. <laughs> oh boy, we ought to take this offline. Take your fifty waiver <laughs> dolls and shove them right up your ass, bud. <laughs> Fucking worthless, dude. That hey, that's over. why I'm at the top and you're at the that. bottom. Hey, I love being a bottom. You know that. Warner, <laughs> I'm looking at your team. Like, you only have a couple of players I wouldn't want, I guess. Like, McTominay, I don't like, but. Well, like, that's what I got. For the most part. <laughs> yeah, for the, <laughs> for the most part, yeah, I think dude. your team's just been underperforming. So. Yeah. Great. I think you should be okay, though. My team's been overperforming, so I'm fucked. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> bone, bud. <laughs> Son's not gonna score four goals every game. Mine's yeah. been overperforming for sure too. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be four zero if I didn't overperform in some well, games. Mine's been overperforming on one and three. So the future, the future <laughs> is fucking grim. All right, we'll sign off. Enjoy the games, everyone, and uh, we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye. See ya. Stay safe. What the fuck is happening over there?